Welcome to the Faith for All podcast. This week we are presenting a Faith for All special interfaith Thanksgiving service from Sunday, November 19th, 2023. We hope it brings meaning for you. Thank you all so much for coming, so much for coming. This is such a, a wonderful event. My name is Dana O'Brien. I'm the pastor here at Cross of Glory. And so today, hopefully you all have a program. I'll tell you right off the top, the program isn't right, but it's really darn close, okay? So, so as, I, as I tell everybody every morning, everything you need is on the screen, okay? When the, the, build, the big bold words, you're gonna, you're gonna speak them. And, and somebody will tell you exactly what you need to do. Um, mostly we'll be sitting, but we'll be doing, I think, some standing and, and form a circle at the end of the, at the, end of the, the period of time together. Um, for those of you, really important information, restrooms. There's one down there and on the far left. And then there's uh, multiple restrooms down that way to the hall, immediately on your right. Um, we will, you probably have noticed, we are live streaming this which means that it's being recorded. So if there's something that you didn't catch or you want to watch it again, um, it'll be on our website, our Facebook page, and our, uh, our YouTube channel. Um, and we'll also have a, if anybody needs a copy, if any of the other congregations want a copy, we'd be happy to, to give that to you. We're also going to put it out on a podcast on Thanksgiving morning. So if, again, if you want to hear it again or if you, if you want to listen to it, um, we'd, we'd love to have you do that. And you can find that on our, our website too. Um, we're going to be, we're, we're blessed to hear from um, a number of, of uh, local Christian pastors from the area, um, plus um, our Jewish brothers and sisters, our Islamic brothers and sisters, I hope, and um, our Native American brothers and sisters. Uh, Vedanta wasn't able to make it this evening, so we'll, we'll go for that next year. Um, again, this is, you know, this is always a very powerful service. 
Um, it's so important that we reflect um, a common interfaith position all the time. We are, we are all God's children. And, and it's so important to remember that. It's so important to remember the image of God in each and every one of us, particularly in the people we're talking to, particularly in the people we're talking to that may not have the same belief system that we do. Um, so it's, it's always, always very important. I think this year it's even more important. So I, I hope that, that we all stand together here. I hope that we all, we all pray uh, for peace and, uh, and that we work for, for that peace as well. So, so let's begin with our litany. We give thanks for the world's religions and richness they bring to our lives. We give thanks. We give thanks for our Christian brothers and sisters for their message of love and ethic of compassion. We give, we give thanks. thanks. We give thanks for our Hindu sisters and brothers for their open-hearted acceptance of others and kindly disposition toward those of other faiths. We give thanks. We give thanks for our humanistic brothers and sisters for their emphasis on the dignity and worth of all persons. Give thanks. We give thanks for our Jewish sisters and brothers for their enriching symbols of worship and cherishing of tradition. We give thanks for our Muslim sisters and brothers for their commitment in prayer and faithfulness in worship. We give thanks for our native brothers and sisters for their reverence of nature and their ancient and still living culture. We give thanks for every faith tradition, named and unnamed, for the variety and richness of their spiritualities, for their united quest for truth, for their common dedication to the pursuit of peace, justice, reconciliation, and spiritual healing and wholeness. Ever inspire us to live more genuinely and authentically, celebrating diversity, affirming unity, pursuing justice and peace for a new and better world. Amen. Only can you stay standing, but you can now walk around if you wish. Well, thanks, John. Um, you can walk around if you wish, or you can stay in place. I invite you to greet each other. Many of you are wearing name tags. Um, this is all part of our our interfaith unity celebration. We are together. <laughs> That's just terrific. Okay, now, let me try that again. I love the exuberance with which you all greeted each other. Now, the trick here, and this is basic Cross of Glory stuff, the trick here is to be flexible and to just kind of go with the flow and I'll tell you as things change. Oh, things are changing. Um, your, your program says Vendanta sharing of Thanksgiving. Well, a representative wasn't able to make it. Um, our slides should say, our, our slides should say Islamic sharing of Thanksgiving, but Ahmed isn't here yet either. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna skip him, and then as soon as he comes in, we're gonna go to him next because he's the one who also has to leave early. Isn't there a saying about that? You're here late, that's okay, I'm leaving early? Okay, anyway, um, so we're jumping past that to a song. Okay.
A prayer of thanksgiving. O oh God, your gifts of love are countless and your goodness infinite. As we come before you on Thanksgiving with gratitude for your kindness, open our hearts to have concern for every man, woman, and child, so that we may share your gift in loving service. Draw us closer to our brothers and sisters in our human family. You have entrusted to us the great gift of freedom, a gift that calls forth responsibility and commitment to the truth that all have a fundamental dignity before you. So, with hearts full of love, help us, we pray, to reach out to all your people so that, th that we may share with them the good things of time and eternity. All right, so our next speaker will be Ahmed, and he's going to, to tell us about the Islamic uh, practice of Thanksgiving. Thanks for coming. This working? Yeah, that's working, thank you. Yes, yes. I use my wireless, right? Okay, uh, let me start by saying assalamu alaikum, our salute in Islam, which probably a lot of you may know the meaning, peace be upon you. And uh, I think this is one of the times that we really need to understand that. Uh, I can't deny it's, uh, it's our time. It's very dark times that we're living these days. I go to my uh, Islamic communities every week and I can see the pain in their eyes. I can see the rage and the frustration and the sadness. In the dark times, it's very important to find glimpses of light, like this one. Like my friend Dana, when she sent me the invitation, I was happy because I love that place. I love Dana, I love all my, my friends here. And I think this is one of the things that you have to stick to. However, it's not easy to find thanksgiving in the hard time. It's easy to thank God in the good times. It's easy to thank God when you have money. It's not easy to thank him when you lose it. It's easy to thank God when you have your health. It's not easy to thank him when you lose it. It's easy to thank God when you sit among your family, children, boys and girls. It's not easy to thank him when you lose one of them in front of your eyes. So it, I, I was working hard in all these communities to let them feel how they can thank God even in the dark times. I just came back from Alaska. I, before that I was in California, before that in New York. It's all the, all the same, the feeling of pain. In our Quran, Allah said that it's good to thank, it's good to praise God, but it's very precious to thank God in the dark times. One of our great scholars once said, some people only worship God because they are looking to their heaven. This is the way of the merchant people. Some people Praise God and worship him because they are afraid of his punishment. These are the way of the slaves. But some other people, they worship God because he is a God. Because he created them, because he loves them, because he's close to them, because he's watching over them. They just love him. And this is the way of the free believers. I tried to tell them that sometimes when God takes the blessing from you, it's not always a bad thing. Something it's good in disguise. Sometimes, like for instance, if you got sick and you're planning to go to a Thanksgiving trip or celebrating with your family with the, with the Christmas, but that sickness stops you, you feel frustrated and you keep asking, why, why God, why you did that to me? But then you go to the doctor 
and we do the test and you discover that there's something serious in your body, you wouldn't have ever been able to discover it unless you got that sickness. Sometimes the hardship is something good in disguise. But also sometimes the hardship come to test, test us. Not all the blessings are, should be taken for granted. And I think we are all these days being tested. Tested in our faith, in our God, in humanity, in ourselves. Tested that our relationship with God is not only limited to praying. Our relationship to God extends to my relationship to my neighbor and my friend and my wife and my family and my co-worker, to the environment, to the whole world. But we, sometimes we have to go to this three hardship to, to answer this kind of question, to be tested if we are practicing this or not. And when we are in this kind of complicated situation, in such confusing situation, we have to go back to the base, which I would love to say our human values. The values that does not differentiate between people according to color, according to language, ethnicity, or religion. We have to stick to our base human values. We have to go back to the base, the human values that God created us in this life to practice it. Practicing these human values is part of worshiping God. This is what I believe. This is what I kept saying to our people. For worshiping God is not just praying, it's not just standing and kneeling, prostrating. Worshiping God sometimes helping your neighbor. I think God will take that exactly as he takes your prayer. So I tell my friends, my Muslim fellows in the mosques, in Muslim communities, look, look for the people who believe in these kind of values. Stick with them. Unite with them, because those are, are the people who were able to thank God in the dark times. Thank you, Dana, for having me today. Thank you. Blessings and peace to all gathered here today. It is our privilege to lift Thanksgiving from a Christian perspective. We are Larry and Pat from First Congregational Church, United Church of Christ in Lockport. An acrostic is a composition in which the letters of a word, taken in order, spell a message. We are using a form of acrostic to share from our Christian faith what we hope will translate across cultures a message of hope, peace, and love we can all embrace. I got to pick the word and assign to each letter in the word an idea. Pat gets to relate the idea from a Christian perspective to, hope, to the hope, peace, and love that is universal when it, is, when it comes to giving thanks. As you might suspect from the bulletin, I choose the word thanksgiving and selected 11 ideas. Now you might ask, but wait, there are 12 letters. Never fear, I have the letters covered. We'll begin with T. T is for traditions. In the Christian faith, we have many traditions, as do all faiths. Traditions are important to building community and sharing as a community. Traditions are what bind us, unite us, we often refer to our Christian community as our faith family. H. With the H, we think of hearts, and hearts make us think of love. As Christians, we love because, of, because God first loved us. And we have this love through Jesus Christ and by sending the Holy Spirit. But as members of the human family, we all have hearts capable of love loving humanity that transcends race and color and creed and culture. A. 
The A is for abundance. The abundance that is found in all of creation. The beauty and the bounty that is meant for all to enjoy, to maintain life, and to promote well-being. N. N is for nourishment. We believe creation is a gift, offering everything the human needs for the essentials of life, physically, mentally, socially, emotionally. In one of our most loved prayers, we acknowledge how God provides for these essentials by praying the words, give us this day our daily bread. K. K spells kindred. All humanity is bound by what makes us human. We are all related by the same deep needs. We have passions and strengths, flaws and weaknesses. By that which makes us human, we are all equals, children under God. S. S calls us as stewards, stewards as in caretakers. We share a responsibility for the environment. We live on the same planet. We are invested in its production and responsible for its protection. G. G is for God. We look to a creator, a supreme being, on whom we depend for life, follow by faith, serve, and especially at a time like this, give our praise and our thanksgiving. I. The I word is inclusive. It is a goal that we Christians try to uphold. It means placing value on each individual. It requires us to humble ourselves, to welcome, to accept. V. The V fills in venerate. To show great honor and give glory to is what this word means. This is the way of our worship and the way of our prayer. I. I imagine. We live by faith in what cannot be seen. By the power of faith, we can imagine a world where peace and justice reign. What we imagine through faith, we work for in reality. N. Another N and also spelling nourish. Uh, perhaps Thanksgiving places food sort of heavy on Larry's mind. Yet, nourish, play, it goes well beyond the stomach. To nourish also includes the mind, the body, and the spirit. We feel nourished by our faith. The mind and the body and the spirit. G. The G must be for grateful. Not just on holiday, but every day. To be so grateful for family and friends, and for the freedom to cling to our own individual faiths, and yet to unite as the faithful. These are some general thoughts from the Christian faith, which we hope for all of us spell the meaning of thanksgiving. Vendanta sharing of Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hi, everybody. Uh, happy holidays. I'm Rabbi Jenny from the Joliet Jewish Congregation. It's wonderful to be here again. Thank you, Pastor Dana, for having, having me here. Um, this is my fourth interfaith event in less than five days. And my heart is just very full, uh, very emotional, as has been shared by other speakers today. And I'm just extremely overwhelmed, you know. So when you pray, when you, uh, pray and when you prepare for something like this, you know, you have a lot of creative, wonderful ideas. And then you come and experience the energy of interfaith. The energy of interfaith is exceptional energy. Um, my Rebbe taught me never instead of, always in addition to. Uh, we must stand beside each other. We must recognize our own humanity and the humanity of everyone around us. Um, what came to mind before I walked in the door, because that's always how it is, right? 
is uh, Psalm 136. Right. Oh, do Oh, do We give thanks. We give thanks to God because life is so very good at its essence. My people and a lot of people who quote Torah say the most highest important part of Torah is love your neighbor as yourself. Well, lately, like mom and many people in the past few days we have shared, perhaps we should cite something different. <laughs> perhaps we should dig a little bit deeper. And uh, my favorite part of Torah is ki echai lo amut, choose life. We must choose life. We must choose life and we must not, uh, we must look away from death. We must acknowledge the light in each other. And in doing that, we come together as the one light and we pray for that every year for tikkun olam, the healing of the world. Just want to offer this prayer, Shema Koleinu, Adonai Eloheinu, uh, creator who goes by many names, father, mother. Thank you. Thank you for the gift of this all-faith gathering. Thank you for the open minds and hearts in this room, on this stage, watching on the live stream. May we open uh, more minds and hearts today. May we continue to recognize our similarities. May we seek to identify with each other and cease to compare. May we celebrate the beauty in one another's traditions. And may we recognize each other's richness and heritage and humanity. I want to conclude with something I've been thinking about for a long time. I have had a, a, light, a very strange life, obviously. I mean, look around. Um, but I, I have. I've had a strange path. And this, this time in my life is the first time that I really understand uh, where it's coming to use. Having grown up in a uh, southern town, not very many Jewish people. Uh, actually, like, none. Um, <laughs> and, and moving from a very Jewish place to that place where my father had a job, you know, and we had to go. Um, and it was the first time I ever experienced hatred and violence and uh, aloneness for who I was, for who I believed in, for my people. And it's the an isolation that is horrendous, you know, and it's, it fuels, I guess, my passion for my own faith, but it also fuels my passion for interfaith. It fuels my passion to never, ever, ever interfere with the spiritual connection of another human being. It is something we can never do because it's unique to each individual. It may have a name on it, but we all know that one person's God is never the same as another's, right? Just like one person's favorite food is never the same as another's, so... So I want to say thank you, especially for my journey, and I want you to invite yourself this Thanksgiving to take a new stance, uh, to look around your Thanksgiving meal table and encourage a discussion of the gifts of the journey of your life, to be courageous enough to not be a victim of your life, and to instead see that the things that you experience in your life have made you who you are. And who you are to me right now is a courageous and brave person sitting at an interfaith event. 
who you are now has, is a person with an open heart and an open mind. And I am very, very grateful to you. That little 10-year-old girl riding that bus in Fort Myers, Florida, who I was, who was checked for horns and got money thrown at her. She's very grateful to all of you. So I say thanks for that. Thank you for having me. Um, I want to offer one more chant. Modi menach nulach is another chant for thanks. So if you're struggling with something in your life that you can't let go of or you can't see past or whatever, I just want you to allow me to chant the Modi menach nulach, which is something we chant every morning. And when we get up, we, that's the first prayer. Thank you. You know, you got me up. I made it, right? Some of us can really relate to that nowadays. Woo, and my knees don't hurt. Yes, all right. Um, especially in this cold weather, what's that about? Um, and so, and so, you know, but I want you to, to use the chant to let whatever comes up in your life uh, that you're having difficulty being grateful for. You know, like you're, you're like, oh, you just can't, you can't see. I promise you that who you are has been molded by that, by that beautiful experience. Um, and there's someone whose path you have crossed in, the, in your own life who you've changed their life as a result of what you've gone through. And, and, and that's very heroic. So, um, so if you'll allow me to do one more chant for you, I'd, I'd like to do that. I also want to invite you at any time. Joliet Jewish Congregation is a safe haven for all people. We have a beautiful uh, event with uh, the Imam from Al-Aqsa will be there on Tuesday night. But anytime you want to come see a service, uh, you know, um, um, be a part of our community. We are a safe place for all people. Um, and uh, you are welcome there to ask questions. I mean, we've been around a while. You know, we've been through the growth pains that are going on for other cultures. We've been through it. And, and many of us really understand how to, how to be strong, chazak, in your faith, and how to continue to contribute to life and community in whatever land you find yourself in. You know, and I would love to help you if that is something you're struggling with. So just go into your heart with me and, and maybe we'll just take a two deep breaths and then let it out. Get it all out. Right. And one more. And just bring your attention to your heart, you know. That anything that you can't can't find the goodness in that we, we can find it today together. Modi Manach Nulach Modi Manach Thank you, God, for our time together. Thank you, God, for the gift of life. Amen and a little woman. Those were um, powerful words from representing the Christian, the Islamic, and the Jewish faith traditions. I hope they, I hope they gave us all a lot to think about, say, wave, wave to Ahmed, he's leaving. <laughs> oh, look at this, this looks so cool. <laughs> Thank you, we'll talk. Um, I hope they gave, gave us a lot to think about. We all have homework for Thanksgiving to, to turn, the, turn the, the conversation into something that could be unifying in, in our diversity. Um, and, uh, and I particularly, I, I, I was particularly struck by the, the call to choose life, even in the dark times. And so that's what I'm going to work on, um, even, even when it's hard. 
Um, and we need to choose life for ourselves and for our brothers and sisters here and all of those out there. It's really, really important now, right? We need to be the light. Okay, um, so now we've, um, and we're not, I'm not passing a dish because we just don't do that anymore. But there is, a, there is a bowl at the back, and so all the money that we collect tonight, and if you are watching us online, feel free to send a check to the Lockport Resource Center. Uh, they do some amazing work. So Sean will come up here um, and just tell us a little bit about what they do, and then we'll pray over the offering. Thank you. Um, I, I am the president of the Lockport Resource Center and have been for a while um, since the job was thrust upon me. Um, but as I was preparing um, my letter to our volunteers this morning, I, I was struck by the complex relationship we have with social media. Um, and managing the Lockport Resource Center's social media pages um, and messaging, <laughs> and, and we get some challenging things to deal with, uh, and then we also get magical things to deal with. And um, one of the magical pieces is the memory page. This has kind of evolved in the last couple of years with Facebook, and it's, it is amazing to look back at what we were doing, what we were posting two years ago, five years ago, last year. Last year, we were moving. Last year, at this time, we were closed. The store was closed, and um, we we had we we began our life at the resource center in a space that was vacant, and we were a tenant that would at least pay some rent, and keep the space occupied and the place clean, <laughs> um, and we were there for over ten years. And every year we would have a meeting with a landlord who would say, um, "The building is for sale." And I think I've got someone interested, so you know we'll just kind of keep going month to month. And we finally, we finally found another spot where we have a longer-term relationship, and it, it's it's wonderful. We are thankful to our initial landlord for giving us the opportunity. We would not be here without it. But this year we have a new space, and we are part of a community. Our old space, we were kind of on an island. Our neighbors were a space that was often on vacant, a cemetery. Um, and, and not a lot else. And now we're part of a community. Um, we were open a few minutes when a couple teenagers went by on skateboards and stopped in and said, what is this place? And they looked around and they bought some stuff and they filled up their bags and they pulled all their money together and they're in the back corner counting out their quarters and nickels and dimes. And, and about five minutes later, another batch of skateboarders came up and said, hey, our friends told us about this spot. Like, this is cool. So we look at what we were doing last year. We were moving. We were preparing. And we had no idea of the future. We are going into a smaller space. We are going into a space that we weren't familiar with. Um, but we have been embraced by the neighborhood, by the other occupants of the strip mall that we are in. It is, it is a blessing. Um, we, have, we have already this year exceeded our best year's revenue ever. We have a month left to go in the year, a month and a half left to go in the year. So um, the people, the community has been generous beyond belief. Our business partners, our neighbors, um, people holding fundraisers for us, people donating, people donating things, people donating money has just been amazing. Um, so we, we are so appreciative for all of that. Thank you. We are appreciative for this service. I love this interfaith service. Um, I'm a nurse. I have worked for the Jewish, the Catholics, the Presbyterians, the um, Baptists, the Methodists. Um, and then as a musician, I've worked for the Catholics, the Lutherans, the Episcopalians, the Universalists. So I, I've, been a, I've been through the religious ringers. Um, I get it. And, and this is a wonderful where we can all come together at one place. Um, so thank you. Thank you. Um, if you're out there and you're mailing a check, please send it to the post office box, 854, not the physical address. Um, I, what I want to do right now, though, is I see a lot of familiar faces here. And 
the most important people in this entire equation are our volunteers, people who make this happen every single day. So I would like to acknowledge everyone here. If you have ever volunteered, if you have ever sorted a coat, driven a truck, lifted, loaded, um, checked in, checked out, whatever you have done, if you could stand up for a second, all of our volunteers, all of our Resource Center volunteers, I know there are several of you here. And there have been more over the years, and people have come and go, and they drift in and drift out. Uh, we have high school students, we have college students, we have a relationship with Lewis University that is, is amazing. Um, so again, the, what we do for the community, what these people, the volunteers, allow us to do for the community is amazing. It is magical. It's magical when you see the things happen. When you talk to the volunteers, they all have stories. I find one of those volunteers and have them tell you a story about the Resource Center because magical things happen there. And, um, and, and our quirky, overcrowded little space, magic happens. So thank you very much. Are you tired of sitting? Would you please stand up, if you're able? One of my favorite Bible verses is, is from Philippians, and it says this. It says, do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That is a verse that reminds me, it reminds all of us that if we ground our lives in, in thanksgiving, if we look back and recognize that all that we have has been given to us through God's gracious act, that gives us faith for the future, that God will provide, that God will take care of us. And so I'm up here today to, to give thanks, to pray for this offering. Now, this offering's a little sparse right now, but I'll put this basket back and it'll be bigger. So I'm praying not only for what's here now, but what will be here. I give thanks for this in hope that it'll be more in just a little bit. Let us pray. Gracious God, we, uh, we give you thanks because in that thanksgiving, we recognize your gracious hand that all that we have has been a gift from you. So as you make us into generous people, we ask that our hearts be opened, that that generosity that comes from you flows through us and does really, really good things. Thank you. Amen. Now you may be seated.
Good evening. Uh, my name is Joseph Standing Bear. I'm the president and founder of Midwest Soaring Foundation. We're located in Lockport. Uh, I was very moved today by being here and hearing the words from different people. And most of you probably never give that too much thought, but North America is 9,540,000 square miles land and sea. United States is 2.3 billion acres. We have 3%. What I was thinking about uh, today, what would be meaningful, considering the chaos and things that are going on in the world is uh, that medicine we call H-O-P-E, hope. Each one of us has that in our hope that we hope tomorrow is going to be a better day for all of us. You know, and if we don't, there's dire consequences. We do a seven-direction prayer, and I'd be honored to do that with you today. And what we need to do is everybody stand in a big circle. So if you can get out of your seats, and we'll make a big circle. If you're able to. Big circle. All the way around. Before I start the prayer, uh, I've been an activist for many years. And two words I almost never hear is reverence and respect. You know, that reverence for the gifts that Creator has provided for all of us of every nation. And of uh, that word respect, I very, very seldom hear that. So what we do is we face the east. And our prayer would start in the morning, and I would say, Creator, thank you for this beautiful day. We're owed nothing, but yet you provide that sun every day. And no matter what, that sun comes to us, it grows, it nourishes. You know, that's, that's a gift that we cannot pay you for. Then we turn again. In this direction, we're young children. And uh, if we're blessed, we've got... Uh, parents and grandparents that treat us well and they teach us and mentor us. But that's not always the case. Some people are not blessed that way. You know, blessed creator that you gave us these people to teach us and those that don't have that uh, show mercy on them also. We move again. And in this direction, we're now becoming adults and we have our own families and hopefully we're teaching them the right thing and showing them you know, what's right and wrong and instilling them morality. You know, and Creator, you know, bless you for giving that opportunity to be that mentor to them. We move once more to the north. And at this time of our life, we're beginning to be elderly, and uh, hopefully there's a difference between being an elder who teaches and elderly who does not teach. Hopefully we become elders and teach not only our families but the communities and how to be better people. Now, if you're able to, what we would do if we were outside, we would bend down and we would touch the earth. And frequently, we forget how important the earth is to us. We don't consider the beauty of it, the strength of it, that our food comes from there. And every time one of us walks somewhere, we're never aware of the amount of things that we crush by our very existence. But those things are part of existence, too. And then we would always face up to the sixth direction and thank Creator for the many, many blessings that we could talk for many hours on the things that each one of us gets. Now, the hardest direction for any of us as human beings, and I don't care what age, what color, or what nation, the hardest thing for all of us to learn is that seventh direction, the inner. And what happens is, many, many times, something happens to us, you're pointing as someone else says, the fall of your problem. And I'm not saying there's not cases where that's certainly true. But long ago, the elders taught me that when you point at someone else, those other fingers are pointing back to yourself. And I ask you, when you strive for a better world, we have to start with ourselves. We have to look into ourselves and be patient, be understanding, and that the things we say do not hurt other people. You know, to know ourselves, to be that spiritual person. Really, really important. Uh, it was an honor to be with you today, and, you know, we're all striving to make a better world, and I see that. You know, we have to do that. If we don't, the consequences are dire. Uh, thank you.
Oh my, oh my, oh my. Wow. Have you heard some good things this afternoon? Yes, yes. I want those people who have shared to stand one more time. My name is Deacon Ann. I am the deacon at St. John the Evangelist Episcopal Church uh, in Lockport. I would like the people who have spoken, whether it was a prayer or it was anything. That's all right. I, I honor my other deacon friends. Give them a round of applause, honestly. It is a crazy world out there, and my job is usually at the end of a service. Well, I actually have a lot of jobs. I am at one of those churches that we are having more and more uh, without a priest. And so I am the deacon, and there are many things I can do. I can marry people. I can serve at funerals. I can visit people in the hospital, but there are some things I cannot do. That's okay. What I am hearing today, and one word I think we need to take with us in a strong way, and I have to warn you, I'm a former music teacher, and there are some songs that just say it all, because my friends, we are the light of the world. And I know you think, oh, I, I have friends. No, I'm not holy enough. I don't, you know, I'm just, no. The fact that we are all here, that we are all accepting of different faiths, that we realize we are one connected humanity. There's only one humanity. There is only one human race. And we all worship a creator God. You are the light of the world. Yeah? <laughs> okay. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, no. I'm gonna let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, now. I'm gonna let it shine. do is a final blessing, thanking everyone who spoke today, and then I'm going to send you out into the world. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May God's face shine upon us and be gracious unto us. May God give us the grace never to sell ourselves short. Grace to risk something big for something good. Grace to remember that the world is too dangerous 
for anything but truth and too small for anything but love. So may God take our minds and think through them. May God take our lips and speak through them. May God take our hearts and set them on fire. My friends, our afternoon program is ended. And now the work begins. You are the light. And now you go out and you share your hope, you share your love, you share your compassion, and of course, go in peace to love and serve the Lord. And alleluia, alleluia, and the people respond, thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. I love it. I'm always trying to get the band to sing this little light of mine, and they always push back. So she was a plant. Um, you love it, don't you, Todd? Um, okay, you are all sent out to love the world, to serve God, and to serve your fellow human beings, but everyone needs a little sustenance for the journey and the hard work ahead. So please, uh, we invite you all to stay afterward. There's lots of really good food, healthy food, brownies, cookies, other types of things. <laughs> lots of sugar to set you up for, for your journey. Um, there's stuff to drink. Um, stay, talk, chat, talk with our speakers, talk with each other. And thank you all so much for coming. But Anne is right, the work is now beginning. This is the sound of one voice One spirit, one voice The sound of one who makes a choice This is the sound of one voice This is the sound of one voice This is the sound of one voice. 
This is the sound of one voice. We hope you enjoyed this service and it brought you some joy. We are grateful for the participation of Pastor Dana O'Brien, Ahmed Abuhaiba, Rabbi Jenny Steinberg Martinez, Joseph Standing Bear Schranz, Reverend John Peterson, Reverend Gyahyung Kim, Sean Magoski, Pat and Larry McClure, Deacon Ann Gaston, and Deacon Kevin Ryan. Next week, we will continue with Pastor Dana's sermon series on the Sermon on the Mount. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Faith for All was created by Cross of Glory Church. If you'd like more information on Cross of Glory, please visit our webpage at crossofglory.com where you can learn more about the church, see our upcoming events, and watch previous services and sermons. You can also find us on Facebook and YouTube. Everyone, and we do mean everyone, is welcome to join us at 9.30 a.m. each Sunday morning for worship on our website, Facebook, YouTube, or in person at 14719 West 163rd Street, Homer Glen, Illinois. If you enjoyed this podcast, please tell your friends, family, and anyone else you can think of about it. Faith for All is available on Podbean, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, or wherever else you find podcasts. Todd Mazera created our original music. John Uzardo engineered the sound. Jeff Wanderson handled the production duties. And I'm your friend and humble announcer, Andrew Morin. Thank you for joining us.